You're here with Hannah Weir. I'm a multi-passionate creative, podcaster, speaker, and a certified meditation and mindfulness teacher. This podcast is designed to inspire a new way of being, living in the moment with more ease and alignment with our true selves. I'm on a wild journey of self-discovery and love, and I'm here to share that journey with you so that you too can fully embrace and express all that you are. Thank you so much for being here, and I really hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. You're here with Hannah, and I am here pre-recording some more episodes for the podcast because we are going away, as you probably know, but I worked out, I was looking at the calendar, and I worked out that when this episode is going to go live... It will be pretty much my birthday or like the day before my birthday. And so I thought it would be fun to do a bit of a life lessons episode. I've done some of these before and just share some of the lessons that I've learned throughout my life so far. And I'm just noticing that Nala has seen a fly. She's stalking it. She's like looking around. We were moving things today. We were packing up the car because we're going down to the new property tomorrow. And so there's a lot of flies in here because we had the doors open. And anyway, I'll try not to get too distracted by the cat in the background chasing flies. But oh, life lessons, like where do I start? I think that I'm just going to wing this, by the way. I'm just going to kind of I haven't planned anything. I'm just going to go with whatever comes to me but I think the greatest lesson that I've learned in life is that this life is your own and maybe this this is not the greatest lesson that I've learned that's a pretty strong statement to make but I think it's only really sunk into me recently like it's only really hit me recently that no matter what you do in life Other people are always going to have an opinion. They're always going to have their own ideas of what you're doing, what you should be doing. Everyone is coming to every situation and experience with their own perspective on life. And so if you're living for anyone else but yourself, And when I say that, I mean, if you're making decisions in life based off what everyone else is doing, what everyone else thinks you should be doing, other people's expectations and opinions, then you're never going to live your life fully for yourself as yourself. And this is what I really love this idea of inner authority And I've only really learned this since I've been exploring the human design system, which I know I talk about a lot because human design teaches that we each have an inner authority. It teaches that the body is much more wiser at making decisions than our minds. And this is not what we have been taught to do. We have been taught to make decisions based on logic. We have been taught to, most of us have been taught to make decisions based on what is the smart thing to do, what is the logic 
logical thing to do? What is the realistic thing to do? What is going to make us the most successful, the most whatever? What is going to help us to reach this goal or that goal or whatever? But this is actually, according to human design, not the correct way to be making decisions. The mind is a really brilliant tool. The mind is a really brilliant processing machine. It can problem solve. It can come up with all kinds of ideas and solutions and opinions. And none of that is a bad thing. I mean, it is helpful, but it isn't there to help us to make decisions on how we should be living our lives. Human design shows that we each have our own unique way of making decisions. So this is something I've been experimenting with for the last two years since I kind of came across this. And my my decision maker is my heart. I always put my hand on my heart when I when I say this. My decision maker is my heart. So what is my heart telling me? What is it that I want? What is it that I desire? What is it that I feel I have the willful? What is it that my heart is in? What is my heart in something? And this has been so helpful and it really is crazy when you start experimenting with this on how to trust your inner authority and to trust that you know the right thing for you. No one else can tell you what is right for you. Only you can know what is right for you. And this is where we can tap into that inner wisdom, that inner authority. And it's going to look different to each and every one of us because many people have a gut authority. So this is where you listen to that gut feeling. I don't really know what that looks like because it's not what I have, but I can, I can understand that some people would just get this feeling in their gut. Other people are designed to listen to their instincts. What are they feeling instinctually? Other people are here to listen to their emotions. What are their emotions telling you? And so it's just really interesting when we start to experiment with what is really correct for us, what is the unique way that we, our body speaks to us and to allow the mind to do what it's really good at doing when we need it, but to not be the decision maker. Oh my gosh, is it so, what a difference that can make. And So that's one of the lessons I've learned is how to really trust my own authority, my own inner authority. And I think that we don't even need to know about things like human design to be able to trust this. This is where I feel like meditation and being present, mindfulness, having some space and some stillness and some just a pause in our life to be able to slow down a bit and to quieten down some of that outside noise can really help us to tap into knowing. And I think we just naturally would know what to do in any given situation if we were able to quieten down some of that noise, some of that mental chatter. I really think that we always can access this and we don't have to know about what is our correct decision according to our human design authority it's a great tool to help us to bring awareness to what might be supportive to us but you i think we just inherently know again i'm going to touch my heart but i think we do just inherently know so that's what been one of the biggest lessons that i've learned another lesson that i've learned and 
I suppose this is kind of off the back of the first one about living life on your own terms is this idea that you can never please everyone. And I have been such a people pleaser. I've been such a people pleaser and I'm only really just getting to this point where I'm so clear now that I don't want to bring this behavior, this tendency to want to make sure everyone else is happy, keep the peace, keep everyone else happy by people pleasing. I don't want to bring this with me into this next chapter of my life. I'm really ready to let go of this behavior because it actually doesn't serve anyone else and it certainly doesn't serve ourselves. And this is, I have heard and I you know, I, I say this with so much love and compassion because as someone who is a recovering people pleaser and as someone who can see how we have built these tendencies or we've learnt these coping mechanisms, these behaviours um, as a way to cope, I have heard that people pleasing is actually a form of manipulation and I again it's such a strong word to say so I do say this with so much love and compassion but I can see it myself that when we're trying to just do what other people want us to do and keep people other people happy we're actually trying to manipulate the way they see us and perceive us we're trying to do we're doing something in order to get that person to like us in order to have that person think highly of us or respect us or whatever it is but you don't need to bend over backwards in order to gain someone's respect you don't need to self-abandon to abandon your own needs and wants and desires just because it might ruffle some feathers or upset someone else so again that is really it's not serving anyone And I think that the more we can each honor ourselves and honor uh, our needs and be honest, honor and be honest. Isn't that funny how, anyway, I'm getting, (laughs) I'm getting taken off on a tangent, but it's actually the kindest Thing that we can do for other people I think is to be honest and to be ourselves and that includes letting go of people pleasing and I guess that brings me to another big lesson that I've learned is that the truth is always the kindest thing that you can give one of the kindest things that you can give to other people being honest being truthful the truth will set you free. I remember the feeling that I had when I knew deep down, I knew deep down, and I've talked about this a lot. I talked about it on the episode I did about my divorce story, which you can go back and listen to if you haven't heard it. I've talked about this on the episode I did about forgiving ourselves and forgiving other people all around forgiveness. Being honest is one of the most loving things that we can do for other people and also for ourselves because when we are not honest with ourselves, 
or with others, we push down what we're really feeling. We suppress it. We push it down because we don't want it to be true. We don't want to believe what it is, that, that honesty within us. And it makes us sick. It will come out at some point and it can't, it can't not. We can't, that's unsustainable. It's completely unsustainable to suppress this for too long. And so I've really learned that in order to be the most loving person that I can be, the most genuine, the most authentic person that I can be, I have to be honest with myself and with other people. And yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Honesty is the, what do they say? There's a saying, honesty is the best policy. I think that's what it is. All right, what else have I learned in my 33 years? Oh, I've learned so much about creativity and self-expression. I've learned that I need to express myself. I have this deep need to express myself and I've learned that sometimes there are periods where I don't feel creatively inspired or I don't feel like I have any kind of clarity around what it is that I want to create, what it is that I want to bring to the world. And those are the periods, and I've talked about this a lot, where we find ourselves in this void, this period of nothingness, this period of boredom often. And this is where creativity is born. Creativity is born from the void, from the boredom, from the lack of inspiration. And so I'm learning and I'm laughing because I'm still learning this to this day to trust in that void, to trust in that period, to trust in that phase of life, to be with the, to be with, to be in the void. This has been another lesson is that you just can't rush ahead. We, there is so many, life is seasonal. There are so many different phases of life and you just have to look at nature and you look at how during winter, all of during autumn, all of the leaves fall away and we go into this period of hibernation. Nature goes into this period of hibernation, this void where everything falls away. And nature is so trusting of that timing. I talked about this last week about trusting the timing of life, trusting that even if we are feeling stuck or stagnant or like we don't know where we're going, like we're not moving forward, that there is a phase and a season to everything and there's every season serves a purpose. Another one of my favorite quotes, every season serves a purpose. And then out of nowhere, the flowers begin to bloom and blossom and the animals begin to emerge and life begins to flourish and we are the same we are the same 
We cannot always be perfect. We cannot always be blooming and flourishing. But in a way, we actually are. We are always evolving and growing. And so a big part of expressing ourselves creatively and expressing who we are is trusting in those periods where we may not feel like we know what we're here to create and this can be applied to actual creativity and um, you know whether that be crafts or art or music or dancing or any kind of way that we express ourselves or whether it's just where we find ourselves in life if we are feeling like nothing is flowing and things aren't happening and we find ourselves in a period of feeling impatient and lost and unsure of what's coming next we can trust that in time we can trust that we will be shown that there is always going to be something new around the corner so that has been one of my greatest lessons. I've learned that it's not about the quantity of people in your life. It's about the quality. I've lost a lot of people along this journey. And I think a part of me really needs to stop telling that story that I lost people. I've come to kind of understand this only just recently as a manifester in human design, I am here to initiate and I don't know if I really own that power. I think that energetically, perhaps a lot of people in my life are waiting for me to initiate conversation, connection, time together. And so I need to probably stop t telling that story that I don't have a lot of friends I don't have a lot of people in my life, even though it feels like that's been the case for me, particularly over the last few years as my life has drastically changed. But where am I responsible for that as well? Where am I not making the effort or reaching out to people or investing in my connections? Because perhaps I'm afraid. Perhaps a part of me is afraid of really being seen as who I am because because I've changed and maybe it's a self-protecting I don't know we could psychoanalyze the whole thing but I guess what I'm trying to say here is that quality over quantity and you never lose someone as well I don't think that we really ever lose anyone I think that's probably a story that I really need to challenge because there's just, again, like the seasons of life, things change, people change, people grow, and there are going to be different people who are a different energetic match for us at different times. And that's why we do find that as we grow, as our interests change, certain people might fall away. And it doesn't necessarily mean that, uh, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think it can be sad there can be some sort of grieving process involved but this is again where we can just trust that the right people will find us at the right time and uh, you know if if things fall away 
it's only making room and making way for new things to find us. And that includes people and that includes opportunities and jobs and work and all kinds of blessings and abundance. And this has been another lesson that I've learned as well. And I'm still learning this is that there are so many different ways that you can invest in yourself. There are so many different resources in life. And I think that this is a hard one to talk about because a lot of people won't understand what I'm saying. And I don't, you know, I don't even understand what I'm saying half the time, but money is such a funny thing. And I don't know. I honestly, I'm going to put it out there. I don't know if we're going to be using money in the future in the way that we are using money right now. There is a massive distortion in the way, the amount of emphasis that we put on money as a resource being like the only thing, but there are so many different resources out there. There is food, water, shelter, having a roof over your head, uh, air to breathe, fresh air. Uh, what else is a resource? Time, our energy, our attention, uh, all kinds of things. Like there are so many different resources. And again, I don't really know how to explain what I'm trying to say here, but just the way that I view money and the way that I view this idea of abundance and uh, this concept of investing in ourselves as well has really changed. And I don't feel like I've, I don't feel like I'm fully clear on it. So I'm not going to share anymore now because I'm sure that at some point I will feel clear and I'll feel like I can share, but just that, just that money isn't the only resource and life is providing for us in so many different ways. One of my favorite examples of this, and this is just one of the simplest ways that I've seen manifestation work, you know, manifestation has become such a trendy thing, such a buzzword, and everyone just wants to manifest, manifest so much money and manifest a big house and manifest this and that. And there's no judgment towards whatever you desire. But I think that we really need to be honest with ourselves, going back to that, what I said earlier about honesty and be really honest with ourselves about the reason why we desire certain things. And do we desire it because we genuinely, genuinely desire it? Or is it because we think that that's what we should want because that's what we've been told by society that we should want? And going back to my example of manifestation, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but I just remember this one day thinking, oh, I really need some lemons. I really need some lemons. And I was thinking, all right, I'll go, you know, I'll go get some lemons later on. Didn't think much more about it. And then I rocked up at work. This was when I was working at the yoga studio and my coworker had brought me in some lemons. And I know it might just seem like a silly little coincidence and just like a nice thing, but I was just like, I was so just like delighted and surprised because I was like, oh my gosh, like I needed lemons and they showed up. 
I didn't say to the universe, give me some more money so I can buy more things like my groceries, like my whatever. I was just like, oh yeah, I need some lemons. And then all of a sudden these lemons just kind of magically appeared. She had never once brought me lemons any other time. So it was just, just something like such a small example like that. Like life is always providing for us, but we don't see that because we don't value all these other things because we've put so much value on certain resources like money when there are so many other ways that life is showing us that we can be abundant and that we can have all our needs met and taken care of. And like another example I'll just share with you quickly, we're moving at the moment as many of you would know and we've had all kinds of people offer for different things like we've had Alex's dad help us to move things we've had um, Alex's mum has been helping we've had um, like my auntie and uncle offered to give us some gym equipment because we're going to set up a home gym and it's just like oh my gosh like all these things are happening support is a big resource and I've just seen how how supported we are and how you know abundance is showing up in all kinds of different ways like gym equipment that we now don't have to buy because someone has off someone wanted to get rid of of it and they've donated it to us like this is just an example and you know I, I recognize that we do live in a society that uses money as an exchange but I I also feel like that's changing and I think that it's going to change by people being honest with themselves about what they truly need and what they truly desire and what they truly value and this is again part of the reason why we're moving to the country because we and I know a lot of other people are doing this are just seeing that we don't want to live in a way where we're having to be tied down with a mortgage and that stress and having to be caught up in working like a traditional job. I know like I'm not going to get into it because that's a whole other conversation, but I just guess what I'm trying to say here is can we begin to be more honest with ourselves about what is truly important to us, what we truly value. And I think that that's been one of the biggest lessons I've learned is to just really begin to live life on my terms (laughs) going back to number one begin to live life on my terms be honest with myself about what's important to me be honest with other people and to make those changes to make those small incremental changes to live a life that is more authentic that is more in alignment that uh feels like i can just be myself And I think that I'm going to start to wrap this conversation up now, but I'll leave you with my last lesson, which has been probably one of the most important lessons that I've learned so far in my life, in this forever journey of learning. (laughs) And are you right there, Nala? She must be so hungry because she's just scrounging for scraps on the floor. Nala! All right. Um, The last thing that I wanted to share was that being yourself, being your true, true self is the greatest thing that you can ever do for you and for everyone else. It is the greatest gift that you can give to the world 
because we did all each come here with our own unique role to play in this life and you know purpose is such a strong big word purpose feels it feels overwhelming and I know I felt that I've spent a lot of my life trying to figure out what my purpose is who I am who I came here to be and I think it came from a really genuine place of just wanting to know myself and know what my path was meant to be and know why I'm here. I do have this need to ask these questions and I do so desperately want to know the answers. But I think again, that life is always going to reveal these things to us. And so we don't need to know this big idea of what our purpose is and to find or to get to some place where we have all the answers it is an unfolding and so can we just be the most us that we can be in any given moment and I think that the more we peel back all the layers of the things that aren't us who we aren't all of the messages we've received about how our lives should look what kind of things we should value and should be pursuing and should be seeking all the different things that we're told that we need to buy how we need to look how we need to dress what we need to weigh if we can let all of that go and start to peel back all of those layers i think that we will find that We've always known deep down who we are and we always have access to that. We just need to allow ourselves to come back, to come back here, to slow it down a little bit and to just check in with ourselves. And I think that, yeah, again, this is how we can, (laughs) this is how we can really, uh, begin to see who we are and to see just how unique we are and so I'm going to leave it there thank you as always for joining me thank you so much for your time your energy your presence those amazing resources (laughs) and thanks for listening thanks for um, allowing me to express myself and to share my lessons what I've learned so far things that I wish I knew earlier but I didn't and again it's all been it's all happening in its own timing it's all happening perfectly and so here we are all right take care and I'll talk to you next time bye for now Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and I hope it brought you some calm amongst the chaos of life and reminded you just how worthy you are. Thank you for being here and being you. There's no one else just like you and I'm so grateful to have you here and I look forward to speaking to you next time.